Alrighty, three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> señores y señores. <laughs> and señoritas. I thought you got Señores and señoras. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the You Don't you Look Like, like Anything Podcast. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> just got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to overlap and be behind you and then you'd be in front of me and then it just sounds like a mess. You know? It's a mess. Sometimes we do that. I just wanted to start off this podcast episode by saying that uh, we have an update. I received the um, Emerging Engineering Associate of the Year 2023 on Wednesday, and it was an award by Engineers Australia at the Excellence Awards Dinner Gala, where they recognize excellence. And it feels crazy because, as Sokan said, like we have been working really hard in, you know, um, promoting the engineering profession and STEM careers and it feels really good to just be acknowledged for that and obviously the uh, past six years in the industry that I have contributed to. What was it like to be on stage? Do you want to talk about it? Oh, it was good. (laughs) I think I share everything on our Instagram so if you guys don't follow us maybe you should start (laughs) because we share all of these things Um, and I think um, it was just a very different experience like you are surrounded by all these incredible people that have you know done really exciting things in our engineering industry and different disciplines and different people how having who have been involved in different projects and yeah just getting your name out there even just as a nominee uh was really exciting um and obviously receiving it was fulfilling yeah and it feels like recognition you know for all yeah, the stuff absolutely. that's happening and you know we do put in a lot of work and it's nice it's uh, we're not gonna say it doesn't count for anything because it does it yeah it, it does fuel the excitement to keep going and recognizing that the industry also sees the little effort that you put in so and and i think it's also good because it just goes to show that these things are achievable and that yeah. there's a plan to get there and the fact that it's possible yeah 100 percent. i like the fact that you said it's achievable because a a lot of the misconceptions people have is like oh if i just put in enough effort and i just do really good work someone somewhere will like tap me on the shoulder and like put me up for these things but i feel like we should probably do a segment on like how important it is to build your personal brand and self-advocate for yourself because everyone's just like coming in doing their own work and going you know like that's it like everyone's focused on building their own stuff so if you don't put your hand up for these things and you don't self-advocate a lot of the time that's it you just don't get the recognition well that that is really true and i also think that is important to for people that are out there and are part of the engineering industry i think it's important that they do also uh apply to these rewards applications because A, the process of applying is extremely rewarding and it's a good self-reflection. You know, like you go through the years of work and you share your involvement in the industry and also your involvement with communities and the volunteering work that you have done. And I think it's, it's, it's good to reflect on those things uh, from a personal growth view. Mm-hmm. And I also think that if we talk about what we do and we share how diverse the industry is we we're gonna attract more people regardless of you know the gender like we're just gonna attract more and i think it's incredibly important now because as 
we have heard on different articles or we have read actually on different articles like you know in a few years most of the engineering population here in Australia at least are people that are gonna end up retiring and those positions are gonna have to be fulfilled and I think that a lot of this interest in STEM careers or in any other career is developed through looking up to other people that are doing things. As industry professionals, we have a role to continue to spread the word of how important and how big the role we play in. Yeah. And it's about doing things that I think like Diana, our previous guest, really talked about it quite well. It's about doing things that A, you find flashy and fun, but also you recognize that someone looking at it will find it attractive as well. Because at the end of the day, like a lot of times when I speak to people who wanted to do engineering and stuff, it's like they wanted to solve real world problems that are in like, you know, different parts of the world. They get to work in other parts of like other geographies, travel around. Yeah, like Daniel Lambert. <laughs> yeah. And if no one's doing that around you and you don't see that happening, then like very quickly it's you're going to run out of that dream because you're going to be like, fuck, it doesn't even happen. It was a lie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think for like a female's perspective as well, like, you know, we have fewer role models and uh, they exist they do exist in mm-hmm. fact on the night of the award and we're uh, committed we to helping you speak to them <laughs> and hear from them yeah. Yeah. exactly it's important to apply to mm. these things just to summarize and connect to that idea <laughs> it's important to apply um, and we'll to make it our others. mission to, to have their voices heard <laughs> Yeah, so now yes. we can jump into what today's episode oh, and is also having about. our podcast mentioned, excuse me, in front of like hundreds of people. That was great. Well, I, I, sorry, first of they all, they mentioned I it anyway. Stop, stop, stop. I didn't really get to say that you don't look like an engineer podcast. It ah, just said okay. that uh, through my podcast involvement, but obviously everyone that gonna, that's going to click on my LinkedIn profile, they'll gonna see, see my, it, so it doesn't yeah. matter. But I do feel like I could have said it really loud and... <laughs> I just, for some reason, I was modest enough not to do it. But, you know, guys, we're working on it. Yes. <laughs> Lessons to be learned. <laughs> to, no, lesson learned. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now, our little little um, segment that we always bring, you know, our one-on-ones that we like to talk about, little things we learn about the industry. Today's topic is... Mm. Glass cliff phenomenon. Phenomenon? Yes. Phenomenon. Ah, oh, thank you. Glass cliff... <laughs> <laughs> it's just the glass cliff that's it the and glass cliff yeah and you guys might be wondering because we've all heard about the glass ceiling and everyone knows what that is there's lots of studies around it but what the hell is the glass cliff okay so do you want to give one of the uh meanings because i could yeah. give the other one <laughs> so <laughs> there's two meanings two things <laughs> yeah and i think they're sort of interrelated but my first introduction when i was looking into this is that Unfortunately, a lot of the trends that sometimes people see, and anecdotally, I've heard it a lot as well, so it was very cool to see that there was a study around it, is that when mistakes happen in a workplace, and unfortunately, and not like it's a slightly depressing, but it's just a statistic at this point, you know, we're not trying to say it in a positive or negative light. When a mistake is made, there's two individuals, male and female, it is unfortunate that the female's mistake is often led into way more scrutiny way and much harsher consequences than say the same mistake for a male counterpart mm-hmm. and the fact that yeah they get more um serious repercussions out of it just makes it like a glass cliff you know we're standing on a glass cliff where we can be thrown down at any point yes that's right yeah and the other 
meaning is the one referring to when women reach a leadership position when a company isn't doing really well, they're not it's not the best year and then that's a high risk essentially. Yeah, well it's like setting up these people to fail. So that's the other sort of like meaning behind it. So essentially what it works, how what I was talking about and what we were looking into is that what has been noticed and there's a lot of you know studies to back it up it was sorry summarized well in an article by the bbc talking about introducing the glass cliff and what happens and so what this what has been noticed that is that um a lot of times when companies are going through very a very negative phase and it's looking like there's no solution uh, in sight what happens is that women will be offered and tend to get into senior leadership positions now why women choose such a precarious uh, situation in which to get their first gig as a, as a senior leader is like they were talking about how there's many factors behind it one of it might be that senior leadership positions don't come around much and so they'll just jump on this as uh, as any opportunity you know you've got one chance just make it happen and you never know when the next one is going to come the next thing is also that somehow it would appear that for high risk scenarios you know like this the company's going through a downtime men will easily pass that on and say look this is too risky i don't want to get into it but somehow women perceive that as not a very risky event like maybe it's like i think part of it just comes into like there's not many leadership positions offered and if you're being offered this and you just see okay there's a chance to prove my medal Absolutely. That, I think yeah. that's that's where it's steaming from. And one mm. thing they hadn't covered is if women do pass up these opportunities, do they get um, another leadership position offered as easily? What did so they say? They said that's that's kind of a log- longitudinal research and they haven't been able to do it because, you know, you have to do more into like time and span wider. So it's hard to tell, but possibly... And so that's part of the risk as well. It's interesting that, mm-hmm. um, you know, poor organizational performance offers women the opportunity to secure these leadership roles. I wonder why. Exactly. Like, they, why are they seen? It seems like they'll just do what it do, do it for just, just seem like, okay, we're helping women out. Like, what's the point? Why in that situation would you want a woman to join? Her? Yeah. So that was one of the things. They weren't sure if women are being singled out for these positions that are like, designed to make them fail and that's obviously like it can be looked at as a negative thought process around it but it begs the question why weren't they looked at before before shit hit the fan essentially unfortunately like this is based on survey information right and it seems either like the male counterparts are blissfully oblivious or i don't know don't have very strong opinions on this but 17 percent of the women who took the survey found that they thought maybe this was happening because women are seen to be more expendable than men and make better potential scapegoats. That's a bit sad. Like almost one in five women mm. looking at it as that's the, the the thing is pretty sad. Um, but definitely 31% of the women said that, you know, there's just fewer opportunities for women to be leaders. And so if this is the opportunity that's coming about, then just grab it. Mm. Yeah. 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 And it says that, they are like men are more likely to tend down hundred percent roles because they'll women. see it as what it is it's it's designed to f- make you fail like it's a difficult situation but then they sell it to women as like they are more likely to succeed at these positions because they are not men so it's like people in certain companies are like she just was hired because she's a female or because she, this yeah. person is from a diverse background like there's people that don't see that 
And and look, a lot of listeners are going to probably think like, oh, that's not a bad thing. And like you can, it's like the pretty, privilege, pretty privileged thing, right? It like, doesn't go well in like, imagine someone's worked really hard and worked their fucking ass off. And then they just hear like, you're just hired as a quota. It's pretty shit. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah, no, it literally, me. it's gutting. Also, the, uh, the other thing that comes, so this last cliff exists. No doubt about it. There's enough of... Um, Data, you know, data surrounding that. it that it does exist that women are pu- are either putting their hands up or being offered these leadership positions both a mixture of both that are in situations that are so difficult that unfortunately when they don't get it right because often it's very difficult to turn around from that situation and scenario then the, the, the thing is just to let them go like you weren't a good leader fuck it like bye see you you know yeah. and so they're, they've also found that women's, women's tenure or like time in a leadership position is much less so i think in the the u.s a senior male in uh, these industries is seen to last about eight years that's right women is four to five years well so it is also in the united states for example yeah uh men tend to be in a leadership position for 10 years and then women tend to be half of that five years yeah so a lot of it is you know just being pushed out because you're you've come in in the situation and and it's very hard to turn it around and what they're saying what is difficult is gotcha, that yeah. when women aspiring to get into leadership positions are now seeing their role model is someone who is stuck in a having a really bad leadership um, experience is not like you don't is, want to, it's so know. difficult. Yeah, you're not being uh, treated well, and then it it ends so quickly. It reduces the the. Well, it's not appealing. Want. Why would you want to exactly. do something like that? Exactly. Whereas the men that have turned out in that position because they've seen it as too risky and they're not going to do it and they're happy to just wait for the next opportunity. So, like, men are more likely to have role models that are having, you know, nice leadership experiences and they're, it's good for them. And Yeah, and that's, I think it's really sad because it, this, yeah. is, this doesn't just happen in the engineering industry, but this happens in, like, most male-nominated um yeah, this. they talked about it being lawyers and what other, fa- like, just any, like, industry. Yes, that was the word, yeah. Um, so I'm not sure here if, like, is there a positive that, like, women are seen to be as these amazing problem solvers, but it's, like, also not realistic because once you've reached a point where it's, like... I think one of the ladies who was in the seminar, she was very interesting. She said that she had... So in hindsight, she realized she was sitting on a glass cliff scenario, but she didn't know at the time, obviously. Um, Mm. But she was talking about like, because she was in academia and she was asked to join this role where she had to fly from England to Australia Mm. and join and be like the leader of this team that was about to lose funding. And she didn't even know it was about to lose funding because the guy just left and he took away all the funding. And she had to be like in charge of it and turn around and make sure like it was the, the worst of the worst experiences she could have. And at the end of the day, yeah, like four years later, she left because they restructured and everything changed. But that's one of the situations that she realizes she wasn't designed. It wasn't a situation that she could have just come and succeeded amazingly at because it was on the verge of collapse anyway. Mm, mm. And yeah, the it's outcome really is that you can't regret, I suppose, at the end of the day, any opportunity bec- that allows you to grow because there's a lot of growth on offer here. But there's a lot to lose. Mm. you know yeah and obviously the re- the reason why we're talking about this is to create awareness about this you know phenomenon and also to sort of like explain where this stems from the explanation can be different factors such as like yeah. sexism so for example where you know women are singled out for inferior positions uh or group dynamic those 
that are in senior positions prefer to hire men um, and then women are seen as you know not applicable for the role is that yeah. what and yeah. I think like not just to raise awareness it would be really cool if like some I don't know this is me being really utopian but if like a senior leader heard this and like male obviously and started questioning why they're only you know putting up females names for when shit is really going south yeah and why not suggest a like a promotion of a female leader before and for scenarios that are like smooth going and not in a very precarious situation like just put their name up everywhere rather than only these critically problem solving needs that would be so cool and if they just got enough of like a thought process out of it to even question the system and have a look and just see that it's not happening around them so that if the female made a mistake they're not judged as harshly like Mm. try to give the same amount of slack you would give a male leader yeah absolutely and that's why like as part as part of this podcast we can sort of like mention some strategies to manage these ceilings um sorry these glass cliffs not (laughs) not ceilings Uh, (laughs) apart from like you know awareness which is what basically we're trying to create by sharing this uh we sort of like think that it's important to be more objective in performance evaluation and as you said like sohan if you see that the company is like you know the leaders at a certain company are all looking very similar in in terms of you know gender um maybe just make sure that there is a different criteria or like maybe just reflect whether your performance reviews are sort of like more biased you know yeah, are they Obviously. objective enough at the end of yeah. the day and if there has been a female leader and she's you're hearing bad things about what happened look at the whole scenario was she put in a position to fail like was yes. this a really shitty situation to start off with we have um, yeah. a lot of diversity programs and I feel like there's a lot of mentorship programs yeah. as well in the industry, but it's very different if we don't action these programs, if, the, if we don't action these initiatives, like if we are not really uh, y- like y- using them full stop, yeah. like what's, what effect is that going to have? It's like, for example, discussing all these stereotypes that we have in, in society and if we don't do anything about it and expect like one person to do something because that's the way it's worked in the past few years you know it's about actioning um these things as well and i think as females going through this so i can speak for people i know and i definitely like there's enough women who have heard speak so there's obviously like a similar theme running here is that you just feel like Oh, no I really have to prove myself and I can't complain and I can't raise the issues and I can't really like I just have to power through because this is my chance to prove myself you know and mm. that should also be avoided so as a woman going through any of these experiences if this rings true speak up you know like get a mentor or someone in the team let them know the difficulties that you're having in the role why it's not working or what's working and A you'll probably get good problem solving out of that and B like it then comes down to the fact that someone knows about the hardships that are going on. You know, it doesn't have to be that you're like slogging away at this impossible task. Like someone, like they'll know you, they'll know what you're doing. They'll know how hard you're working and also how difficult the situation is and might not be solvable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's a really good advice that you have sort of like shared there. And it, it makes me think about like, you know, communication is something that we all as human beings need to improve on. But in this yeah. particular scenario, when you when you have been put in a position to fail and you want to prove yourself and others that you can't, even though you are an incredible and smart individual, mm-hmm. uh, there's certain positions that one probably... Uh, 
be solvable or they might need more time or they might need more resources to be solved and i think it's 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 actually more brave if you step out and say that if if you say look i don't want to compromise quality i don't want to compromise abc and i rather just ask for help or maybe not take that position you know if you know that it's probably gonna also compromise your relationship with your children or like your mental health then mm-hmm. it's not worth it or even just your reputation in the workplace you know because you you can see that it's going to be uh, like pulling a pin a on a grenade disaster <laughs> yeah you yeah. don't need to get your hand blown off yeah yeah so that's it short <laughs> and going. quick <laughs> we just we just literally wanted to talk about it because we hear a lot of the glass cliff uh, sorry yeah and i think this can segue the into glass our, ceiling yeah. <laughs> the glass ceilings <laughs> And we hear about the glass ceilings and we hear how hard it is for women to get to leadership leadership positions. And then once they get, perhaps it's not the position that they were expecting and now they are like trying Falling to get off a cliff. the F off from this position. Yeah. So I think this is a very important topic that, you know, I have not heard discussed much. So we thought it would yeah. be nice to discuss. And I think a good follow up with, with this is also communication. And we keep talking about how we yeah, should talk dialogue. about that. So stay tuned. Dialogue would be yeah. probably our next one. Absolutely. And if you are listening to this episode and this has sort of happened to someone that you know, or if this has happened to you in a way, share it. If you haven't heard of this, also share it. Yeah. And DM us. Yeah. DM us on LinkedIn or Instagram, Instagram. or anywhere. And enjoy <laughs> the rest of your day. Yeah. Quick info. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm stopping recording. That-